there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. How are we? Good. Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. really good. I'm good. excited to talk about some conspiracy stuff today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I bet you are. Oh, yeah, Matt Gesser. Finally, we get to talk about your dumb one, which turned out to be a bloody banger. I don't know why people don't trust me on these things. They have good cause, but we're going to be talking today about the mad gasser of Mattoon. Now, I know what you're thinking. That sounds stupid. Yeah, what? how come I've never heard of this weird thing before? But it's actually good. Uh, we're also going to be talking about Project Orion. You know, I always thought the word Orion was Orion. And maybe because it sounds more spacey and it's a space thing. Yeah. Anyway, let's discuss that further. Does it sound more spacey? Orion. Mm. Orion just sounds like a bloke down the road. Old Mr. Orion. Well, if you make it sound like an Irish name. <laughs> yeah. Orion. Orion. Old Paddy Orion down yeah, the street. Yeah. Anyway, let's do Mount Gesser. Imagine bloody sitting down for a nice night of a I Dream of Genie. Mm-hmm. Sneaky little TV dinner. Actually, this is like, is this the 40s? Yes, the 40s. What are they watching on TV in the 40s? Walter They're Cronkite. Not watching TV. Do, have they invented TV dinners yet? Or do they still need the nuclear weapons program to invent microwaves for that? I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's going to go. So what, they're just eating cold food out of a packet? Maybe listening to the wireless? Yeah, wireless is definitely being listened to. All right. This but, week on... Yeah, they've put on their radio plays. Yep. Maybe a sneaky uh, little bit of uh, War of the Worlds. Yeah. Yep. Got a full nine years to wait before TV dinners get invented. Yep. And then so, in walked to Mr. Jones. <laughs> so massively hungry. But uh, you're sitting there having the bloody time of your life. The kids gather around the hearth. Mum and dad. Dad's smoking a pipe. Mum's, I don't know. Darning a sock. Yeah, some sort of apple bong. (laughs) (laughs) Pipe hog dad. Kids are probably like, what's that? What's that smell? What's that smell? It's not dad's usual passive pipe smoke. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not being slowly murdered by dad. It seems like a much more immediate bloody gaseous substance. Next minute, everyone's on the floor. So 1944, people start getting gassed in their houses. Yeah, in the town of Mattoon. Yeah. In. Um, Where's Mattoon? Illinois. Yeah, That's right, because I remember thinking this may as well be the Illinois Anima Bandit. (laughs) <laughs> Illinois Inman Bandit. It was a guy that would go around. He was like, he was sort of like a serial killer, a nice serial killer. He would just, instead of killing people, he'd just give them enemas. Okay, so he'd take them hostage and give them an enema. And give them an enema. Yeah, and then okay. he'd, and then he'd leave. And according to the start of the Frank Zappa song, apparently there was no law against that. <laughs> I do. I would not take his legal <laughs> advice on that. <ever. laughs> absolutely, is a law against it. <laughs> um. So. Happened to the Kearneys, mm. I think their names were. Uh, There's a mother and daughter, and yes, her sister was staying with them. Mm. And basically, they noticed a sweet smelling perfume or gas, depending on how you want to look at it, getting into the house somehow. 
Let's say gas, because it's not the mad perfumer of Mattoon, is no. it? No, the ma- mad center yeah. of <laughs> Um But sweet scent, and they thought it might have been flowers that were near the window. Geraniums, yeah. I think they were. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they all noticed they got nauseous and weak and started like being a little bit paralyzed and their, their breathing started getting hard and they couldn't work out what was causing it and they, they figured it must have been this sweet smell. Mm. The husband comes home a little bit later. Mm. Well, I think they realize the door's open and they think uh, window's open so they close the window. Husband comes home a little bit later, like 12.30. Don't know where he's been. Mm. But he reckons he sees a shadowy figure by one of the windows running away. Mm. Soon after that, a lady finds a cloth or a rag on the porch of her house, mm-hmm. picks it up, gives it a sniff. Yep, as you do. Yep. Uh, suddenly gets paralyzed, uh, heavy breathing, all the same symptoms. She And then it starts happening with a couple of other people. It starts getting reported in the paper. Yeah. Then before we know it, we've got a mass gas situation. Mm. We're a mass mad gas situation. We've got ourselves a mad gasser. Yeah, we've got ourselves a mad gasser. We're, we don't just mean a really fucking great epic party. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a guy that has a gas car that's really upset about it, which I found in YouTube searches for mad gasser. Right. <laughs> a guy called Diesel Dave, hashtag Diesel Dave. Uh, and he had a big diesel truck. He was mad at someone, this gasser, which I'm guessing someone that doesn't drive a diesel, right. <laughs> was blocking a petrol pump. So he like got his big truck and towed it out of the way. Diesel Dave. Diesel Dave. Diesel Dave. It's a completely different subgenre of video. Yes. <laughs> um, it's called Diesel Dave gets tired of waiting for a gasser to move from the diesel pump. So he takes matters into his own American hands. Oh, yeah. Cue Hulk Hogan's music. <laughs> He's American made. <laughs> so yeah, people started being gassed to yeah. the point where there was mobs of vigilantes in the street looking for this gasser. Uh, every time the police car rolled out of the police station, there would be loads of cars following it. I think this went on for like two months, mm-hmm. and basically everyone just decided it wasn't happening, and it all stopped. Yeah. So Funny yeah. that once everyone realizes that something's probably not happening and it stops. Yeah, yeah. I think the official so the official story is it was mass hysteria. Yes. That it was like that maybe something had happened in the first instance. Yeah. But that some I have definitely seen someone put together like every time there was a newspaper story about it, there would be more yeah. incidents reported. One of the leading theories is the local newspaper just Realized that the first instance sold a lot of papers, mm. so they just ramped it right up. Yeah, like for example, the the other thing is like the woman who found the cloth mm. on the porch. When the police investigated, they found no trace of anything on the cloth. And when they sniffed, they're like, "This is just a bit of cloth." There was also like some sort of tube on the porch as well, though. Oh, was there? Yeah, that. there was like a some sort of I think it was a lipstick tube uh. and like some other sort of cylinder. Okay. I think they also found a lady's shoe outside one of the windows where they think... Oh, they, they found a lady's shoe prints outside yeah, shoe windows yeah. or like yeah. a lady's footprints at least. Yeah. Uh, from a high heel, mm. which seems to be a weird thing if you're ga- gassing people. Yeah, You wouldn't no. wear your heels. Wear your flats to, to gas. Definitely wear your flats. Or at least some sort of nice hefty wedge. Mm. Yep. Kitten heel maybe. Yeah. That'd be acceptable. Yeah. The, the heftier... When you're wearing a fairly hefty wedge though... You're leaving yourself open to identification. Depending on how short you are, though, the wedge might give you a bit of a boost. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just thinking all it takes is for them to be like, oh, this is a sneaker wedge. Yeah. Mm. A rare find in any shoe shop. Let's just go down to Mulligan's Shoes. How many sneaker wedges have you sold? Oh, well, we just had one in the back. We sold it to old uh, Mary Kelly. Yeah. True. The porch. That's where All right. generic flats is my advice to okay. any mad gases. What about a ballet flat? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit soft. You want to stand on a nail. What a, cro- a croc? The cloth one as well, they thought the theory was that they were going to gas the dog first. Oh. This is the dog that sleeps on the porch. I think what's just happened is the dog's picked up a gross rag. Yeah. yeah. And the mother's come, or the, the, you know, the dog's owner's come along and smelt him and going, oh, ugh, gross dog rag. Don't pick up a dog rag and smell it. It's a weird thing to do, lady. These weren't the first gas attacks though, right? No. The first one was in Virginia in the 30s? Yeah, 33, 34. Yeah, December 22, 1933 it begins. Right. So were they... Two power numbers, incidentally. Ooh, 33. Were they... Um, what was the other one? 
And what were uh, were they were they deemed as actual things, or were they? No, I don't think so. So they written off as mass hysteria as well. There was like I think two incidents reported reported in that. Right. Yeah, it was kind of one of those things that just happened, and then no one's really sure. Hate the bloody Pliapra, bro. There are actually about ten gas attacks in Virginia. Oh, really? Uh, like in over the course of a few months mm. between the end of thirty three and the start of thirty four. Uh, and they did actually in one case they someone managed to they noticed that some of the mist from the, the gas that had come into the house mm. had settled on the snowbank. They managed to get a sample. They found it contained arsenic and sulfur. Really? Yeah. Which, is, which is just like a common insecticide sort of yeah. thing. So it could have just been someone spraying insecticide or it could have just been a plane <laughs> spraying insecticide. At night time on a snowbank? In 1933? Well, Oh yeah, I guess you don't really need to do much insecticide spraying over your farm in the snow. In the, in the snow, yeah. Maybe the maybe the store of insecticide had just bust a leak. Hmm. It's leaked out all over the bloody factory nearby. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. It's cold, so maybe it's settled. Settled down oh, yeah. low in the air pressure, just seeped its way down towards the house. Ooh. Some of the cases from the thirties are a bit. Ambiguous as to whether anything actually happened. Mm. There was one in uh, February 3rd, 1934 in Nace, Virginia, where the sheriff's uh, quote was, no amount of imagination in the world would make people as ill as the Skags are. That was the family. Mm. Uh, but it did seem like some of the gas being used was different, like between different things, like some... Times people were feeling nauseous or they were feeling paralyzed, but then in this case of the skags, it seemed like they had been dosed with something. Right. That one of them was screaming hysterically that he was trapped. Mm. So not the first one. No, but, but they didn't get a good name because they're like, oh, what should we call this? Oh, the phantom anesthetist, yeah. the anesthetic prowler. <laughs> the um, the mad gaster also had another name that was. Uh, the Mattoon Will of the Wisp. Right. You can see why that one didn't catch on. Yeah. Although Will of the Wisp was a great cartoon. Yeah, I watched a few things of this on YouTube where people were basically saying things happened and there was reports of, you know, people finding nail holes uh, in the windows and uh, barricades. Like So the allegedly the gas was gassing people and then setting up barricades so they couldn't get out of the house. Right. But I could not find any... Other than just like random YouTubers saying it, couldn't find any other record of that happening. Was there one case I read about where the people weren't actually home? They weren't home. They got home and there was all branches and shit pushed up against their door. Oh, okay. They went, what the hell? Pulled that out, opened the door. Ah, maybe that's what that was. So they were like, they think that the gasser had gone there to gas them. Barricade them in, but not realize that they actually weren't home. Yeah. So he pumped the gas into their house, barricaded the door. No one's there. Wasted his gas. Well, no, because they come home, moved the shit, and whew, got gassed. Okay. <laughs> but luckily they were outside, not trapped inside. Yeah, yeah. Although branches isn't a very effective barricade. No. You just kind of stumble over them. Ugh, it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Now, this is said to be one of the most famous cases of mass hysteria. Yes. The whole idea of gas attacks. The whole idea of someone sneaking up and opening your window and gassing. But did you guys find any suspects? Well, I mean, the first suspect is mass hysteria. Yes. But it's not like completely unfounded hysteria. So this it's World War Two, mm. like when this is happening. Everywhere, even though gas wasn't used as much as it was in World War One, you've got a bunch of people who've just come back from seeing a bunch of gas being used all the time. Mm. Uh, it's not too crazy to think, oh, you know, I feel like I've been gassed. It could be some sneaky Nazi gases mm. up to no good. Which that's, so the, I guess the theory after mass hysteria is that someone actually was good, just some random was going around gassing people. Yes. Whether they were doing it as a Nazi or just as a, you know, someone getting their kicks. There was theories that it was someone that escaped from a nearby insane asylum. Right. Which is makes for an awesome uh, horror movie. Yeah. Uh, ape the, Man. There's an ape man thrown around a bit. Yeah. The Scarecrow. Yep. Yep. Uh, or he, the Joker. Yeah. Um, How was an ape man doing all this? 
Well, Where was he getting his gas from? It didn't say. Where oh, was, that's right. So it did say. What's the uh, source of his gas technology? Maybe it was an intelligent ape man. Cornelius. Mm-hmm. So there's one theory, and this comes from uh, the book, um, The Mad Gasser of Mattoon, Dispelling the Hysteria. Yeah. So this guy is very much pro the idea that someone definitely did it. He names a suspect <laughs> at the end. He said, and full disclosure before I get into some of this guy's theories, yeah. that I, I tried to verify some of the names of the scientists that he put in this. They did not exist. Is this the one that and every, all of them have two initials? No. GM Science Man. No, things no, like that. No. No. I saw a bunch of names and I was like, they all look sus. Um, so the lady called Edna James who had a hotel and she saw a guy with warts on his face and was grunting and then like disappeared. Uh, it was around that time and like disappeared into the ether but left a smell of gas. And then later on she was in the, the lobby of a hotel and there's some guests hanging out. They might have been in a lounge or whatever. And she saw this apey looking wart guy come in and he realized that she could see her, see it, and then like disappeared. No one else could see it. Only she could. Sounds like a body Sasquatch shifting between dimensions. Well, a lot of people were like, she's just doing it for money. But the author was like, well, I don't see how she'd be doing it for money. She's just a lady that has a hotel and she's also a psychic. Mm. There's no way either of those things would be good for her business by seeing spectral spirits. In a hotel. The, then someone's theory was uh, Troy Taylor. He calls it flaps when uh, two dimensions are overlapping or yeah. flapping over each other. Of course. And he says the smell that they're leaving, that this, this warty thing is leaving, is just the, the juice that it leaves behind in the air. And he, he, likens, it, he, he likens it to other, um, this is in the book, likens it to other things such as crocodilians. Yep. Big cats. Yep. And kangaroos. Right. Wait, what? So I'm not sure if I could take this guy seriously when he thinks kangaroos are from a different dimension. That makes sense, though. They are kind of weird. They are pretty weird, yeah. You look at a kangaroo and you're like, that doesn't exist. But um, this guy's theory, uh, and I'll get to who he names at the end of the end of this, but he also claimed that two in 2002, two Australian scientists discovered a new universe. Yeah. Which is just... They followed a kangaroo through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they've just jumped into its pouch. Oh, crikey. Uh, is side by side, we can't see it. And they discovered it by Eros, the was a comet that they landed on. My God, that sounds all ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We did land on the comet Eros. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the name of the whatever it was. Ast- it was an asteroid, sorry. Yeah, it was in, yeah. in the 2000s. Yeah. But these two scientists did not exist at all. Was that the Rosetta mission? Don't. That might have been a different one. But the scientist does, doesn't exist at all. Right. Uh, but nearby, there was also a monster in Missouri called the Momo or Missouri Monster, mm-hmm. also did gassings. Uh, but this guy does not believe that is the culprit. Who does he believe is the culprit? A little guy called Farley Lewin. Yeah, I found that guy too. Yeah. So this was an actual, well, maybe this was an actual guy? He's definitely an actual guy, 100%. He was one of the suspects during the whole thing. He, he was a bit of an outcast. Uh, he had a massive interest in chemistry mm-hmm. and he went to high school with everyone that got gassed. Right. Uh, also thought to be shunned by people because they thought he was a homosexual. So what happened was he was detained at some point in this whole thing. The gas attacks kept happening. Oh. Oh. Theory was, what did we find at some of the scenes? We found... A lady's bloody footprints. Lady's footprints. His missus. His two sisters trying to cover up. All right, him. wouldn't be his missus because he was gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to cover up for him. Yeah. So they were out gassing, and then when the gas attacks kept happening, he was let free. Perfect crime. Yeah. Mm. That is, uh, yeah, the main the main theory, and this is the conclusion of this guy's book. He interviewed a lot of people that were like, yeah, definitely him, you know, definitely that guy. But he interviewed them fifty years later. Yeah. And everyone just thought this guy was a bit strange. So of course, small town gossip. Oh, it's definitely that Lewin kid. Yeah. Multi, anyone? What about Lewin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do we think about the Mad Gasser? It's a record. Go. Well, firstly, uh, bloody aliens, of course. Mm. There's a theory that it could have been some spooky aliens. Yeah, doing experiments. Yeah, coming yep. in, knocking people out, having a little fiddle around. Yep. Pop them back off, which would explain 
they're small, but ladylike footprints. Oh, yeah. Little ladylike footprints of a little tiny grey. Yep. Little grey wearing her bloody heels. Yeah. Uh, Wanted to look fabulous on the expeditions. Yeah. I saw there was some guy who had a website about this where he was like, oh, it's, it's men in black. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. He was like, and he, he noted that there'd been, he also had to think about library visitations. <laughs> Right. He's like, a lot of people experience strange things in the library. It's like, that's because libraries are creepy. And you watched Bloody Buffy? Yeah, Ghostbusters. He had one case of a woman who I think had experienced some sort of gas attack or something. And she got a phone call telling her, go to the library, ask for this specific book, turn to this specific page and await instructions. And she went to the library and the librarian handed her the book without even asking that's pretty she cool. She sat down, opened it up. Who should bloody start a rattling away telepathically? It is a library after all mm. in her head, but a bloody alien. Whoa. With a very, it was it seemed like a very similar message to the uh, one from the Mothman incident mm. where it's just like, oh, we're talking to you from our rocket ship. Yep. Uh, we'll get back to you with more if we need to tell you anything more. She went to return the book. The librarian was gone. Oh. What? And also, the oh, it made a lot about the fact that the library was very, like, mysteriously empty. It's like, oh, you know how, how hopping libraries are at the rest of the time. Yeah. <laughs> We're not all nerds. Um, the Men in Black came up in the most recent one as well. So there was a recent attack uh, last year mm-hmm. where this lady woke up paralyzed, saw a, a mysterious man in black in her doorway. Mm. And then when she she thought she was okay, and then when she went to get up, she was paralyzed. Mm. And then she screamed, and as she did, the men men in black disappeared, and she kind of like snapped to, right? And she could smell it. Snapped to slash woke up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and could could smell things, uh, powerful odors, which were associated with the men in black for a while. There mm. are theories that the men in black that were aliens, not the actual ones, mm. also left powerful odors. Mm. Uh, like a sulfuric smell. Mm. Did I say she was in Mattoon? No, you didn't. Okay. Was she? So this person was in Mattoon. All oh, right. So when the story came out, that's right. Yeah, because I read about this one, and she's in Mattoon, but also she's someone who has definitely grown up hearing all about the mad gas room. Mattoon. Yes. Yeah. Now, is there some sort of rich coal seam gas vein under Mattoon? <laughs> it may be. A bit of natural fracking <laughs> went on, and well, I mean, other than these two occurrences, one is just clearly someone having a dream. Uh, well, this is the thing, right? Can't yeah, be Mattoon pilled. No, this is. I haven't been Mattoon pilled. I'm about to blow your little Mattoon thing apart. Huh, okay. It's like, all right, you've got a bunch of like in, in a bunch of these cases, people woke up paralyzed and mm. they couldn't move their legs or whatever. It's like that sounds a lot like sleep paralysis, which is just a you know, it's a reasonably common enough thing, I suppose. Yep. Where someone is thinks they're awake, but they're not actually. And, they can't move. They think they can't move. Mm. I did look up to see whether uh, strange smells were ever associated with sleep paralysis mm-hmm. and discovered that's not actually that uncommon either. Right. To s- sort of smell a sort of a rotten eggy slash sulfuric mm. smell. Then I did dive a little bit deeper and discovered uh, that's something that you might also find if you'd had a bloody demon about. Oh. And so all of these people having sleep paralysis, which, like, what? <laughs> how's that even supposed to work? You know, oh, I can't move my legs because I'm asleep. People move their legs all the time while they're sleeping. That's how sleepwalking works. Yeah. yeah. Surely these people are all just getting possessed by demons, right? Yeah. 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 That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Does the demon ride a kangaroo through the... <laughs> <laughs> One time I... I you know how you can make yourself with a dream? Yeah. If you like. Lucid dream. Lucid dream, sorry. You know, you get that little little moment between and like I was trying to make myself lucid dream for ages. And yeah. that's when I lived by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Not much else going on in my life. <laughs> uh, and to great success. I was really good at it. Right. Yeah. Until one night. Oh, fuck. Imagine being Robo's enemies oh. in the bloody dreamland. <laughs> Until uh. one night uh, I saw basically someone walk past my hallway and then come back and then sit on my bed and I could feel the bed move. Yeah. And then like woke up terrified, turn all the lights in the house to go to sleep the rest of the night. Yeah. 
Didn't ever try doing it again. It was, it was the most scariest thing ever. I could have been gassed. You could have been gassed. Yeah. Could have been a ghost. Or a demon. Once when I was a little kid, I was I, knew, I was dreaming and I was like aware that I was a dreaming. But I had my arms out of my covers. Mm. And uh, I went to like, you know, curl up in bed. And something was grabbing onto my arm. I looked across, you know, I sort of woke up and looked across. There's a little demon. Ah. Pulling on my arm. <laughs> so I put my arms under the covers because, of course, nothing's actually holding on to me. Yeah. And I just closed my eyes and screamed. Right. And I did not sleep with my arms outside of the covers for the next, like, 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the demon? Just went away when I closed my eyes. That's how it works. <laughs> good yeah. method. Uh, if you do have a gas or attack then, close your eyes. Yep. Arms under the covers. Yep. yep. It's fine. Hey guys, this is Salty. Make sure you jump onto Redbubble and search for Hypothopod, Hypothetical Institute. You can grab a cool t-shirt or a mug or something cool. And uh, every little bit of money you send us via merch sales, we put back into the podcast. Thanks, guys. We're back. Let's talk Project Orion. All right. Project Orion. This was the tricky one. Yeah, uh, because I think we all discovered we were researching different Project <laughs> Orions. Yes. <laughs> so let's start with where we started. Yeah. Which is that after the Parkland shooting in Florida, I noticed this is a meme going around, which was a photo of a page from a book called Behold the Pale Horse by Milton William Cooper, who we have actually discussed before. He was the guy that thought that uh, the driver in the Kennedy assassination had set off some sort of uh, charge. Right. Yeah, Mm. yeah, the little cannon charge thing in the back seat. Yeah. That's why he kept on, you know, Greer was the driver. He kept on looking back to make sure he got him. So that was his pet theory, which he said he'd heard from, like, someone in the CIA. Yeah. Uh, He was, like, an ex-Navyman. All of his, like, bios, like, oh, he was in Navy intelligence, so he had all of these contacts that told him what was really going on. It's like like Alex Jones with his high-level sources that just seem to always confirm exactly what he thinks. (laughs) He died in 2001, I think shortly after 9-11. Hmm. Never got to experience this golden age of paranoia, oh. which he was built for. Unfortunately, he, uh, I think, had a bad habit of if not not paying his taxes and maybe doing a sneaky little tax fraud. Right. Uh, he ended up on the run for a little bit, or I guess, you know, maybe not actively on the lamb, but certainly not going home to uh, when the, the, the police came around. Uh, they did eventually catch up with him, though, and rather than submitting to the will of the man, he shot a cop in the head. Although the way it's written makes me think he didn't kill the cop. Mm. But then uh, they cops, I think, don't like that much. No. He got, generally has repercussions. Yeah, he got massively shot and died. So the book that uh, he wrote, Behold the Pale Horse, mm. Uh, It's been described, and this was in The the Guardian, uh, I don't know who wrote it, but been described as the manifesto of the militia movement. Mm. Uh, Which, uh, (laughs) the militia movement, uh, you might want to see if there's not, are there any other manifestos available? (laughs) Surely, oh, like one of those, the guy that like, flew his uh, light plane into the IRS building. Mm-hmm. He had a big manifesto. Mm-hmm. Make that your manifesto. Because this book's cool. Uh, I would like to read the book. I read a little bit of it. I guess one of the reasons it's come up is the uh, Insider Q that we've discussed. Mm. He mentioned it yeah. in one of his posts, and that's how it came up with the Parkland shooting. Yeah. And I feel like that is now it's just going to be – like he's just kind of – Unleashed this book to a whole bunch of other people now. Yeah. And now it's going to keep coming up. The tricky thing is, right, so there's this meme of the 
passage of the book. This is this book's from 1991. I'll just read out what's in the meme. Uh, the government encouraged the manufacture and importation of military firearms for the criminals to use. This is intended to foster a feeling of insecurity, which would lead the American people to von- voluntarily disarm themselves by passing laws against firearms. Using drugs and hypnosis on mental patients in a process called Orion, the CIA inculcated the desire in these people to open fire on schoolyards and thus inflame the anti-gun lobby. This plan is well underway. No, this is 1991, where it clearly isn't. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so far is working perfectly. The middle class is begging the government to do away with the Second Amendment. And then it had um, author's note. I found that these events have indeed happened all over the country. In every instance that I've investigated, the incident at the women's school in Canada, the shopping centre incident in Canada, the Stockton, California massacre, and the murder of Rabbi Mayor Kahane, uh, the shooters were all ex-mental patients or were current mental patients who were all on the drug Prozac. This drug, when taken in certain doses, increases the serotonin level in the patient, causing extreme violence. That's about where the meme cuts off. You're right. Here's the next bit. Couple that with a post-hypnotic suggestion or control through an electronic brain implant or microwave or ELF intrusion and you get mass murder, ending in every case with the suicide of the perpetrator. Exhume the bodies of the murderers and check for a brain implant. I think you're going to be surprised. In every case, the name of the murderer's doctor or mental treatment facility has been withheld. I believe we will be able to establish intelligence community connections and or connections to known CIA experimental mind control programs when we finally discover who these doctors of death really are. So people leave that bit out because it sounds really cooked, right? Yeah, and also uh, the next, if I might just read <laughs> the very next bit. Uh, Due to the wave of crime sweeping the nation, the media will convince the American people that a state of anarchy exists within the major cities. They're now building their case almost nightly on TV and daily in the newspapers. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Nothing that Michael Moore didn't bloody say. Yep. When public opinion has been won to this idea, they intend to state that a terrorist group armed with a nuclear weapon has entered the United States and that they plan to detonate this device in one of our cities. We've heard of dirty bomb scares. Yeah, it's a... Common movie trope in the late 80s, early 90s? This is now being set up by the crisis in the Middle East. Hang on a second. A crisis in the Middle East? (laughs) Uh, The government will then suspend the constitution and declare martial law. The secret alien army of implanted humans and all dissidents, which translates into anyone they choose, will be rounded up and placed in the one-mile square concentration camps, which already exist. Yep. Walmarts. Are the people whom they intend to place in these concentration camps destined to make up the reported batch consignments of slave labour needed by the space colonies? Oh. So when they're like, oh, it's the uh, manuscript for the uh, militia movement or whatever, the manifesto for the militia movement, it's like there's so much alien gear in this book. It's like someone just – couldn't someone just write a book (laughs) – where they left all the alien stuff out and just left in the, the black helicopter stuff. Um, but alien stuff on the moon comes up in Alex Jones a lot. Yeah. Actually, a lot of this comes up in Alex Jones. Mark of the Beast implants. Yeah. It's got a lot of Majestic 12 stuff in the book. Yeah. Like, I feel like Alex Jones, he just read this guy's book. Yeah. <laughs> and then just kind of minds it for, oh, we need a new theory. Okay, can I tie... Because Alex Jones is going full on 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 5G gear, which we discussed the other week on Facebook. Mm. Um, But does Alex Jones think it's uh, sorry angels trying to come through into our dimension? Uh, Or does he think he does get into some really religious stuff? Okay. This week he's talking about dreams Mm. and how he can control his dreams and he gets onto the spiritual network at night. Uh, And DMT is the same thing. Is he back onto DMT? He's talking about DMT this week, yeah. So, like, to be honest, yeah, it's pretty close to Alex Jones. Anyway. Anyway, uh, I had a bit of a colour-pulling moment reading this book. Mm -hmm. So you read the whole thing? uh, I did a really quick flick through. 
it's interesting. Something I've been struggling with thinking about a bit this week is I love finding a great conspiracy theorist, mm. like a Richie from Boston mm-hmm. who has like a, a solid little theory like with an internal logic. Mm-hmm. They're using 5G and the blockchain and social media for fallen angels to come into our dimension. Yeah, yeah, it's cooked, but it, it all makes sense inside of itself. And what I hate is when I come across someone who's got a banger of a theory and then they're like, oh, and the Jews are behind it because it's like, all right, I've heard this one before. Yeah. Yeah, like a nice one, one of the most bloody persecuted groups in history have been orchestrating everything all along. So this guy went for the Jews? Well, here's the thing, right? (laughs) I'm like, all right, this – I don't mind this bloke. He's coming up with a few crazy things. I, I was listening to like a like a cooked uh, African American like conspiracy radio show mm. where they were loving him because mm. he's got a thing in the book about how the CIA created AIDS to like kill black people, and so they were loving him for that. Anyway, I'd been thinking about how I was sick of people going the Jews because it's like oh you've just ruined it because even if you've got the most put together theory you've smashed it by being like adding the laziest theory onto the end. Yeah. Opened up the the old contents page of uh, Behold the Pale Horse and there was a chapter called The Protocols of the Elders of Zion. Right. (laughs) And I was like, oh. (laughs) I flicked over to it though and he's like, I've reprinted the entire text of The Protocols of Elders of Zion. He had a little history of it, how it had come up in the 1700s or whatever. And he's like, I've, below, I've reprinted the entire text because it's such an important text. And I was like, He's just uh, padding out his bloody book, isn't he? I was like, yeah. Bill, come on, mate. And then you know what he said? He said, Read the below, but when you do, make sure you replace, you replace every instance of the word Jew with Illuminati. Oh. I was like, woo, 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 woo. Did a little word search on Jew, discovered I'd missed the bit up the top where he was like, I'm sick of people blaming the Jews for everything. Ah. Uh, the Jews, one of the most bloody persecuted peoples on the planet. Mm. How stupid do you have to be to think that they've just orchestrated all of that? Yeah. And then he's like, it's the Jesuits, obviously, <laughs> who've been pulling all the strings. Now, Cam, I know you're easily red-pilled these days. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? You're like lately you've been, you know, some of these theories making sense to you. No, only if they're solid theories. And now you've found this person who you're identifying with who agrees with your theory. Can I suggest you stop reading this book? Yes. <laughs> Lest you get massively red-pilled. No, nah, I've not been red-pilled. It's like there's so much alien gear in here. So it's all about it's all about how the government's going to take over, but the background of it is it's not secretly an alien takeover. <laughs> anyway, so the point is Project Orion. So he mentioned Project Orion in this. <laughs> yeah, in 1991. And it's kind of since then been tied back into MKUltra. Because he, he mentioned MKUltra in this? Did he mention it directly or just? Uh, I'm sure there's an MKUltra mentioned there somewhere because it was a real thing yeah. that was well known by that point. Yeah, so he invented Project Orion and then made, tied into Project MKUltra well, and that's kind of how it started out, right? Here's the thing. If you look up Project Orion... Like in terms of any written thing besides this book, there's one bit of text that just pops up on a bunch of different websites and it's just part of like a bunch of lists of MKUltra-related projects. Mm. So like there's Project Bluebird or whatever it was and like all of the different MKUltra sub-projects. Anyway, it reads, Project Orion, a.k.a. Dreamland, 1958, USAF, United States Air Force. Description. <laughs> yeah, US is fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Description, drugs, hypnosis and ESB. Targeting, short range, in person. Frequency range, ELF modulation. Transmission and reception by radar and microwaves. Purpose, top security debriefing. Programming, ensure security and loyalty. Effects, narcoleptic trance states, programming by suggestion, functional basis, electronic dissolution of memory, a.k.a. EDOM. Mm, EDOM. 
so it's really helpful that they've got like these, like they've established like that acronym EDOM, yeah. but it's never there's no other use of that because this the only thing about Project Orion anywhere is this bit of text that appears on like all of these different websites that have these lists of MK Ultra things. Yeah, but where's it originally from <laughs> is the question. I mean, I think it's originally from this guy's book. No, but this bit of text is not from. I think the Project Orion. The right. thing that, that there is a project called Orion is from this book. Okay. I think this text is something someone has made up between 1991 and yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found a few people though on YouTube who and Facebook who have been victims of Project Orion. So why don't you chew on that? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was like, oh, I was so sad. He was like talking about how they were putting voices in his head. And like telling him to kill himself, he's like, "This is why I've stopped taking my medication." Oh, so that helps. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't but, help at all. Look, to be fair, and I don't know this guy's story at all, but under MK Ultra, they were trying to put voices in people's heads. Yeah, and if you had that happen to you, like the people in power were trying to do this. Mm. If you had that happen to you, like, oh, maybe you should go see a doctor. The doctor's like, "Yeah, take some more medication." You're like, "Oh, no way, Jose! I know how that goes." There was a guy on Facebook who he'd stopped posting a few years ago, but like back in 2013, every time there was any sort of shooting, he would say, yep, that's Project Orion, that's what they did to me. It's like clearly this is something he's just read in the book. So would, are we not concerned that there's – so Project Orion was like my controlling people to go shoot up schools. Hmm. There's people on YouTube going, yeah, that's what happened to me. I fucking just want to shoot schools up all the time. <laughs> yeah, Should these people not be on some sort of watch list? That's probably problematic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is with the thing in the book, at the, t- at the time that he wrote it, hmm. there hadn't been all of these school shootings. No, Columbine was like 1993 or something, wasn't it? Uh, even later than that. Yeah, right. Like another, it wasn't for like another eight years or something. Ninety nine, April twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, so it's eight more years until Columbine. Jeez, top of his dome. So, I said, "Hey guys, let's talk about Project Orion because yeah. it seems to be coming up a lot." When we went to research it, all we could find was that one bit of text and this other Project Orion. Yeah. Also, which kicked off in nineteen fifty eight. Hmm. So I think I think there's a bit of confusion because also Dreamland is uh, an, a code name for Area 51. And what I found when looking at the other Project Orion, which was real, was that uh, some of the people involved had something to do with Area 51. So uh, when we first, when Cam first pitched this as an idea, Project Orion, I was like, sweet, I'll go look this up. And I was like, well, they wanted to power rocket ships with like Atomic bombs blowing up behind them. This is awesome. <laughs> and then, like, it's like, oh, oh, not that one. So, how did you find any gear about the atomic bombs? No, I just got really into reading about it. Mm. So, tell it us a sort bit of. of sorry. It was sort of like they had the space program, mm. but they were also so that was to like take us to the moon, but they were also alongside that planning on traveling much further. And to do that, they needed to have better propulsion than the, the shuttle or, or the the pod or whatever it is they went up on with the Apollo missions. Mm. So they had all these plans and ideas for exploding atomic bombs in the back end of rockets, basically, and trying to harness that power. It was like I think once they decide, once they realized that they could split an atom and make a gigantic explosion. People were like, okay, we need to use this as a fuel source. Yeah. Mm. And their first thought was, oh, let's just do it behind the ship. Isn't that what a, like a lot of engines are? Isn't a combustion engine just a series of small explosions? Yeah. Yeah. This is just a series of big explosions. Yeah. explosions. yeah. You probably need a really big ship though, I imagine. A big one? A beer. Oh, yeah. And some robust engines. How far did they get? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it sort of got shut down a bit because they – couldn't test it. Mm. Although I did find some YouTube footage that was supposedly from tests mm. where they had some sort of chamber that was like going <laughs> going up in the air a bit. <laughs> That's and then cool. like was going down and it was like kind of looked like they were blasting little explosions off under this dome. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually from that or someone's just found some footage of them blowing something up and going, that's ah, cool. That could be yeah, yeah. testing a rocket. So, yeah, that was cool. 
But uh, I did find there was a little bit of a conspiracy to do with it. Mm. So I looked up Project Orion and I found this book, which is a book of uh, CIA front companies. And one of the front companies listed was uh, Edgerton, Germershausen and Greer, mm. a.k.a. EG&G, who it says were uh, behind Project Orion. Now, they were a real company. Mm-hmm. They were co-founded by uh, Harold... I think all these guys were from MIT. Uh, Harold Edgerton, Kenneth J. Germershausen, and Herbert E. Greer. Uh, Sounds like a group of eggheads. Sorry, carry on. They were in the photography biz. Then they got into the uh, taking photos of nukes biz. So they were uh, taking like footage of nukes. Mm. And then apparently part of doing that massively coincides with like a actual nuclear bomb technology, that some of the technology that they had to invent so they could get the photos of the ex- nuclear explosions t- turned out to be really useful for, like, trigger mechanisms. Right. Because I guess it all relied on, like, very rapid yeah, things yeah. or something. Yeah. So they ended up working on, like, the nuclear program. Yeah. And okay. then after that they went back to photography. Or were they a bloody CIA black ops science project? I'd say the latter. So according to this brief mention of this book, they were involved in uh, Project Orion. I found a video of someone had found a, a submission that they'd made to the uh, the American Energy Commission, mm-hmm. which was uh, footage of nuclear explosions. All faked. Right. All faked. There's no such thing as a nuclear bomb. <laughs> really? Yeah. Plus, as this guy noted... These guys were probably Jews. Oh. Oh. Have we been through this? Yeah, we have been through this. But uh, apparently they were feeding, like some of their footage went to Lookout Mountain, which you'll recall from... Uh, Jared Leto's house. Yeah. yeah. Salty's massive Jared Leto shoey. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> shoey? <laughs> Bloody Leto peeled. But yeah, I found a video all about how uh, there's no such thing as an, as an atom bomb. They, uh, but these guys, being in the photography biz, were massively into special effects. And so what you're viewing is actually very early special effects. Ah. But, like, why would they build the bomb when they can just pretend they've built the bomb? If all of our enemies think mm. they've built the bomb, it has the same effect Yeah, yeah, yeah. as a... Is actually building it, so why spend all the money yeah. when you can just get these crafty but bloody uh, Jew special effects blokes yeah. down? Then you send them over to just set dress Hiroshima. Yeah, just to destroy you <laughs> single-handedly. Yeah. EG&G also had a hand in Janet, the Black Ops airline. Oh, uh, yep. Uh, just another empty terminal, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. So they're the, the planes that fly people to Area 51 and yeah. other Black Ops sites. They look like the janitors and stuff. Yeah. They also had a terminal at the airport just next to the old uh, Las Vegas Hotel yeah, where the shooting went down. But, you know, nothing sus. Uh, there's also in some, like, random Area 51 account, the, the whistleblower is described as being an, an engineer with EG&G. Oh. So, yeah. All the way to the bloody top. So I found another bit of Orion gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if this was related to anything. This is the first thing I kind of found. It was to do with aliens, so maybe it's to do with the other guy. And this is just ramblings on some re- uh, website. But this person saying they were contacted from a man by a man from Orion, mm-hmm. Orion, sorry, uh, the star system. Yeah. Um, and he had been using eggs to make hybrid children, EGG. Yep. Uh, and they were studying his bacteria. Uh, after a while, he learned more about the organization, which uh, he called the Agenda. Ooh. And they basically have a series of large mantids, which I think are a man, some sort of, what do you call that? Insect. Insect. Insectoid. Uh, yeah, right. Um, a humanoid insect. Yep. And they're farmed for large numbers uh, by the Agenda to work there, but... They were enslaved, basically. Oh, I hate that. So the mantids were enslaved by the agenda and now they're uh, studying our bacteria and making hybrid children. I love it. And like, did the Jews get brought into this anyway? Uh, look, there was a lot more to it, but I, I was kind of got to this point, I'm like, 
this is before we clarified what we we're actually researching. Yeah. It's like, am I, is this, what is this? Uh, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a bloody uh, banger of a theory. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was really it was, solid. I don't want to see bloody. Oh, and then the rabbi came in and was like, oh, <laughs> have, you, have you got me uh, bloody bacteria yet, boys? <laughs> uh, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't finish reading it. It was also one of those websites that's got black black background with white text. Yeah, so cool website. Yeah, cool website. Um, well, the second coolest website after a website with black background and green text. Yeah, yeah. So the, there were a lot of Project Orions. Yeah. I feel like, but Dreamland is another name for Area 51. 1958 is Roswell, right? Yep. At some point, someone's just put a bunch of words together. Or my one, or Salty's one, sorry, has linked into my one. They found these the agenda while going to a space, hmm. taken into Area 51, boom, bickety, bam, we've got a whole mind control situation. Because yeah. the agenda enslaved people or mantids. Mm. And what is the one, the main one, the book, is talking about enslavement. So they built their atomic-powered rocket ship, went to Nibiru, met up with the enslaved... The agenda who, who had enslaved. Who had enslaved the mantids. Brought them back, crashed. Yep. Got Took all the mind control technology that they used to enslave the mantids off them. Yep. Used it to build school shooters. Yep. Mm. Any other business? Yeah, there was a, a tragic shooting today. Sorry. <laughs> Rough segue from yeah. your little alien. <laughs> yes. So where are, we, where are we sitting on Orion? There's a lot of Orions. They all tie them together. Yeah, I think I think we've solved Proven. it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's get back to Cam's train wreck of a bloody yeah. mashup just then. So shooting at YouTube today? Surely I'm not alone. No. When I saw this on the news, I thought, I wonder if this is going to be someone we know. Yeah, Sidethorn. Sidethorn was my first thought. Yeah. Because he has been, he lives in the area. Yeah, and he essentially, did he not threaten to go down there? He think he did, yeah. 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 He is, yeah. Then they're like, oh, it's a woman. Yeah. I was like, oh. Conspiracy Conspiracy granny. granny. <laughs> <laughs> then... The story was that it was uh, some sort of jilted lover situation. I don't know if the uh, that narrative has changed. Before that, they did throw in it was a woman wearing a headscarf just to make us think it was something. And that that was reported on the news, but the alt-right fucking chuckleheads on Twitter just amplified the shit out of that. Yeah. Um, I don't think that was true. I saw, Yeah, I saw some guy like Google imaged a woman wearing black with a headscarf on. Of course, it's all women wearing Islamic garb. It's like, all right, guys. That was like the gateway pundit did that one. Uh, I did see someone today say, oh, there could be no possible worse place to try and get information in the hour after shooting than Twitter. So the latest news, they've named the suspect. Yeah. It has been confirmed uh, as Nassim Adam. I think it has been confirmed. No, he's still the suspect though. All right. A Californian resident of Iranian descent. Yeah, so... This is why I'm not sure if the going to face uh, going to YouTube to attack her boyfriend thing is still the case because what's come out is that she had a bunch of YouTube channels. Uh, she was something of a vegan activist. There's a bunch of news stories about her taking part in uh, vegan actions. Mm. Uh, there's a few descriptions of her online around the place as having had a TV show in Iran, which. I'm not sure if that's true or if that was a bit of self-promotion that no one could really check. Mm. Uh, but she did have a bunch of YouTube channels in different, various languages. Like she had one in Farsi. She had one in English. She had one doing, yeah, that's her. I watched some of her videos and apparently the last video she put up before the shooting, she was complaining that YouTube had, uh, was censoring her. Mm. because her channels were demonetized. So this is something that has happened recently where any YouTube channel that has under a certain amount of views yeah. or under a certain amount of viewing hours gets uh, – you can't put ads on it anymore. I think the idea is to encourage, like, genuine creators to be on YouTube and less uh, cooked – and uh, Peppa Pig weird YouTube yeah. money-making scams. And also I think to stop people just taking – trying to make a random video of collections. They have to put work into building an audience before you can monetize it. Basically. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, I've watched some of her stuff and I can see why she maybe didn't make the cut. Right. 
Um, but yeah, her last video was complaining. Apparently, it's in uh, Farsi or another language. Uh, she's complaining that she's been demonetized and that they're trying to shut her down. And then, you know, the next day she's gone and taken a gun yeah, to okay. YouTube. So I don't know if the story that she was going to go shoot her boyfriend is still the case. Yeah. I think maybe we've moved on to this new story. Although if your boyfriend worked at YouTube and you got demonetized, you'd probably be pretty pissed with him. Yeah, yeah. So one of the early narratives that I saw this morning were on conspiracy forums and that the chatter was all about, oh, we're going to be framed for this because yeah. they've stopped you know, they've demonetized all of us and they're, they're picking on us mm. um, and we're going to be blamed. Yeah, it's going like, to be some side thorn character. Yeah, but so it's kind of weird. It'll be interesting to see the narrative now that we know it's not someone from their side. Mm. It is someone with a Arabic name, but they are a screaming lefty vegan. Yeah. So it's that's going to be interesting to see how that pans so out. So the first thing I saw on the Q subreddit about this, someone's like, Obviously, the deep state had to go in and get some data out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, okay, let's just say, let's just go with that. But so like you think that the deep state has its fingers in every single pie. Mm. And YouTube is created by them, yeah. according to the deep state narrative. But like according to the real narrative, yes, Government agencies had a hand in, like, a lot of these things. There's NSA connections to Google. Mm. There's almost certainly backdoors everywhere. Yeah. There's backdoors built into all of these things. There's no data that they need to get out. The only thing it could have been is they had to go in and erase some data. But, again, they can just go through the back door and do that. Yeah. Uh, then the, the next thing I saw was uh, someone saying, oh, watching this on the news, it's so real. It makes you realise just how fake Parkland was. I was like, just just goes to show. Uh, I saw a thing on, I saw the weirdest thing on naturalnews.com, which I think goes into what you were just saying before. That's one of these fake news sites. It's sort of like a Your Newswire, but with a real hippie Mm. bench. So there's lots of vaccine stuff. I don't know how much they get into market beastie stuff, but. There's a lot of stuff about how the government is trying to poison you. Yeah. Uh, vaccines, junk food, anything what? that's not an organic superfood is trying to kill you. One of their guys has <laughs> popped up on Infowars quite a bit. Yeah. Is that Michael something? Mm, can't remember. Anyway, they had an article about it and they're like, the libs don't know what to do because they thought this shooter was going to be another one of us. But it turns out it's this uh, crazy lefty vegan. Now they don't know what to think because they're like, oh, we want to say the shooter's bad, but they don't know what to say because she was a vegan. And it went on and on, like really pushing the vegan thing about how <laughs> lips wouldn't know what to do because she was a vegan. I was like, surely there must be so much pro-vegan content on this website. I looked up vegan and just looking at that site, there's so many articles in their vegan <laughs> category all about how veganism was like one of the only ways you could stop the government from poisoning you. Right. <laughs> and it's like, it seems so weird that they were taking that tone. Yeah, yeah. Go, renouncing veganism to own the libs, huh? Yeah. How is that the only way that you can get avoid being poisoned? Oh, you just have to have the superfoods. Mm. Yeah. What if your superfood crop's been bloody chemtrailed to death? Well, the only way then is to order these special superfood bloody supplements oh. from the website. Um, I heavy metal to them. I don't speak to the entire left. Mm. I do lean to the left, mm. but I'm pretty confident in saying most people on the left right now aren't pro shooters. No, aren't pro murdering people. Also saw because the Q was like, oh, the arrests begin in April, Ooh. which is like a huge. Like, I talk about the end of uh, what do they call it? The end of prophecy. Yes. So like you can't say the arrests are going to happen in April. He's been giving, time. but then he's said it so many times. Yeah, yeah. If people are still on board, then it's their own fault. Yeah. <laughs> but this is to distract from that because we would have all been thinking about those indictments today. Yes. Or I think he, I don't know if they even said. I think the arrests beginning in April was just massively inferred. What was actually said was like 
something's going to be unsealed. Yeah. They're like, oh, the indictments are going to be unsealed because they're doing the arrests. Um, there has been someone jailed in the Russia thing. Yes. Today. A Russian? No. He just kind of got jailed for lying to the um, investigators about his contact with oh. various people. Who was he? Uh, low level. I can't remember his name. Just a low level Trump guy? Yeah, there was. I remember there's a little bit of hubris, like there's some dicky photos of him and stuff. I was like, yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, speaking of hubris, um, there's been some emails coming out about Roger Stone. Mm-hmm. Bloody the dude with the Nixon tattoo on his back. So a little bit kink shaming on him. Oh no! A while ago, there was a fa- uh, an ad in the, like a Swingers magazine or something. It was allegedly placed by him, and he's always denied it. His email and passwords have been leaked today. Okay. I don't know how they got leaked. I just I didn't have time to look at it. But it was email with him having dinner with Assange, which yeah. he's denied having any contact with, and then his email has been used on like some Swingers site. Oh, um, no. Saying, you know, hey, I, I'm a, this is me and I want a, you to come over and sleep with my wife while I watch. Uh, he was cucked. Yeah. But but before they made cucking a big thing, so yes. it should be fine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if that's what you're into. In 2018, can we not leave bloody kinky Roger Stone alone? Just let him be. Let him rest. No, let's not let him rest. Cause Does, he not, does dick- he not deserve his rest? Let's let him rest because he's a dickhead. All right. He's dead right, though. No. Roger Stone? Yeah. Oh, is he still alive? Which one's dead? Oliver Stone? No. No, Breitbart? Yeah, Breitbart's dead. Well, Roger Stone gives to his regular interviews. Oh, There's right. a documentary about him on Netflix that came out late oh, last year. Oh, I thought that was a, about the late Roger Stone. No. All right, no, fair enough. All right, no no kink shame Roger Stone. That's fine then. I don't think you should kink shame him, but you, could kink, you can shame him for being a dickhead. You can shame him. Yeah, for sure. Being a dirty Russian. Uh, do we want to talk about Sinclair before we wrap up? Oh, just one thing about the the Parkland thing. The other thing that's been massive is uh, they've really moved on to. Well, they, they haven't stopped attacking the kids, like the entire right wing media in the states. Mm. But they've really moved on to this narrative that they were like bullying. They all bullied uh, the shooter, yeah. Nicholas yeah. Cruz. They bullied him into it. It's their fault. Yeah, there's a good one going around of um, the famous picture of Britney Spears bashing a car with an umbrella. And someone posted that and said, this is what, um, what's her name, Emma Gonzalez, who's the one with the shaved head. Yeah. I was like, look at what she's doing now, these kids. And like all these people have commented like, disgusting. These kids are so violent. Uh (laughs) But yeah, they've really picked up and run with this bullying thing, which is sort of, I saw a thing about Columbine where, you know, the narrative around that is that those kids were bullied too. Yeah. But they weren't really. No. They, you know. They were not the jocks, but they had like a whole heap of friends. Yeah. Uh, they were pretty popular in their little weird little goth group, mm. which is fine. Maybe you shouldn't call it a weird little goth group. In their yeah, creepy, weird yeah. little goth group. <laughs> but like, yeah. And their plan was not just to go in and shoot uh, their bullies. Mm. Their plan originally was to kill everyone in the school. I do like how we're still forgetting as well that. A lot of these shooters recently have, have been full-on MAGA cap-wearing yeah. 4chan guys. Which uh, including so, this guy. Yeah, yeah. So for all their blaming and stuff. But like you see in it, I don't know, I don't, I'm not entirely comfortable with like people jumping to like say, oh, this is you guys. Yeah. Why don't we just say that shooting is bad? Yes. And we should take everyone's guns off them. Uh, can we not all agree that they just need to have their guns taken off them? <laughs> yeah, 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 all of them. <laughs> this is what we want. But, like, in all of the, like, at replies to everything, there's always someone saying, don't you know it's always the libs that do these shootings? Yeah. It's like, uh, it's, it's the whole Alex Jones thing. Every time it happens, he just starts flooding it with. Antifa. Oh, Antifa, DNC. But yeah, I saw uh, that guy on Twitter, Honored Spirit, uh, made the point today, you can't say that it was a false flag crisis actor thing and also say they bullied him into doing it. Yeah. You got to pick one. Yeah. But they don't. They will just say anything. Anyway, uh, the other thing that has been big this week has been Sinclair. Yes. Which is great. It was a bloody lovely little cell phone, I thought. Yeah. So Sinclair Group own a lot of affiliate, uh, sorry, small news stations, regional (laughs) stations in America. And they had all their nightly news readers read a script and they were told to read it. Um, they had to dress a certain way, like dress well, like, I don't know, there's instructions how to dress, how to enunciate, how to basically read it like a robot. 
Yeah. Uh, all basically, I didn't, I didn't read it in full, but it was. It was about fake news. Yeah, so there's a lot of but fake. But it was definitely not coming from the perspective of like, you shouldn't read your newswire. Yeah. Because it's fucking cooked. There's been a lot of bad stories about uh, our president and you should be careful who you listen to about Donald Trump. Um, and, you know, he's doing a lot of good things. Yeah. Literal propaganda written by Russia Today. <laughs> really? Uh, so th- it was a guy that works for Russia Today also was... Wrote this. Okay. So, um, wrote the script for the newsreaders to read out. Yeah. So the Russians are writing a script for the American media to read out in favor of the president. Oh, right. imagine how um, bloody a turgid Robo was when he read that. <laughs> the subreddit, such as the Donald subreddit, the Donald Trump one, were like proof that the media is colluding to do things. Because someone put out a video of it where they took all of them saying it at the same time. Yeah. Right. And like they cut it. So the whole thing was like. It was so obvious that it was like this huge thing and it's like on all of the things it's like NBC, CBS, Fox, all of the channels everywhere and they're all just saying the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, news is absolute proof that, yep, the... The, the media's media. controlled. And then after about a day, the Donald subreddit in particular realised that, shit, it was our side. Yeah. <laughs> it was like our little, our little group. So then they started to recant that and say it was a good thing. Because we need to like get more people aware of the fake news out there, <laughs> and then the other one was oh CNN do it too because CNN's just one channel. Yeah, <laughs> it's not fifty, yeah, hundred different channels all around the country um, with all different people saying the exact same thing. So yeah, it has been interesting watching. There's been a lot of mental gymnastics around the fact that it's Donald Trump. Was the media is shilling for Donald Trump? Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. If people want to find us online, they can do so. We are at hypotheticalinstitute.com. We are Hypothepod on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We are on Redbubble for some sick merch. You can listen to us in all your favourite places, Stitcher, bloody Spotify, bloody iTunes. Leave us a review. We haven't had any reviews or ratings for a while, I don't think. I think we've got a new rating but no review. Oh, uh, what are you doing? Uh, where can they find you, Robbo? You can get me at Ale of a Time and aleofatime.com. Uh, you can find me at Saltmarsh on Twitter and Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook for artwork and check out the Tohider Patreon. And you can uh, find me at uh, Sexenheimer on Twitter. Gather around me on Facebook and iTunes for my other podcast. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. If all our world leaders are alien reptilians I said don't worry About a thing Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply Contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry About a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation In which to disarm Australia